You are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I'm Pastor Brandon Neely, and this is a short devotional podcast on the Proverbs. Stay tuned for the Proverb of the Day. Proverbs 13.11, that's our proverb for the day, Proverbs 13.11. Wealth gained hastily, or by fraud, will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Wealth gained hastily, or by fraud, is another way to translate that, will dwindle, but whoever gathers wealth little by little will increase it. Proverbs 13.11. As we've been going through the Proverbs for quite some time now, actually, I think we have about 60 devotionals on the Proverbs, we've learned time and time again that wealth is one of the blessings of being in right relationship with God. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous, says the Proverbs. Or Proverbs 3.9, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce, then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. But we may have wrongly concluded in all of this that, therefore, anyone who has wealth is in right relationship with God. And that's just simply not a biblical deduction. There is a category in Scripture of ill-gotten gain, or as our proverb says, wealth gained by fraud, wealth gained by vain methods, wealth gained hastily. There is, as our proverb today makes plain, wealth that is not a a product of God's blessing. Even the slothful, we know, can fall into money. But the caveat that uh, is that over time, this ill-gotten gain will dwindle. That's what our proverb is teaching, that this sort of wealth dwindles over time. It's gobbled up. It's blown. It slips through the grasp of the wicked, like water through the fingers. But in contrast, those who gather little by little, working patiently, contently, diligently, steadily, with long-range hope in God, can generally expect for the fruit of their labor to be retained long-term. The fruit of the righteous will abide. His inheritance will last generations, passing even to the children of his children, Proverbs 13.22. Now, the wealth gained by fraud, um, or, or more literally, wealth gained by vanity— That's a word we know from Ecclesiastes. This refers to wealth gained by empty endeavors. There are certain paths to wealth that look appealing. They look easy, perhaps, quick, but they are illusions, traps even. Wealth gained by these alluring strategies is not wealth that will be held on for too long. The hot tip on a sure-to-be-rising stock, the pull of the casino lever, the boutique and all-of-a-sudden wonder herb, and, of course, flat-out theft or deception. These are some of the many examples of how one gains wealth through vanity. Many gain wealth by pretending to offer a service that is really no service at all. Many grow wealthy by direct theft or by lying. How many car dealerships, for example, purchase cheap at the auction? They don't run the cars through the shop. They, they sell the car to an unsuspecting customer that knows little to nothing about mechanics. And they sell it at an exorbitant uh, retail price with high interest rates. They do this even with intention to repo the car and to stick the customer with the costs. Never even checking to see 
if the product sold is honest or worth the reported value. There are many. There is an infinite, in fact, way, ways to make wealth illegally or sinfully. But this sort of wealth cannot last long. Wealth gained by duplicity or empty services or techniques is wealth that will be redistributed to the righteous in time. This type of wealth cannot be secured. His children may squander the wealth. The quality of the service will diminish over time as the greedy continues to cut corners. He gains a reputation for deception. That reputation might spread all over town. Even renaming the business under a separate DBA or holding an annual going-out-of-business sale and reopening with new merchandise, even these little techniques will not work long-term. There are many, many ways that this ill-gotten gain will vanish, but those who engage in gainful employment, providing a genuine service or a valuable product, can expect under God's hand of blessing to steadily increase in wealth and hold on to that wealth over time. This is not even to mention the fact that, in final judgment, all the wealth accumulated by the wicked is just wrath. James chapter 5, verse 3 promises this. In the end, God demands that we work. The world is set up in such a way that true accumulation of wealth requires work, but also it requires ethical devotion to God, resting on the Sabbath, tithing, providing a good or service that's genuinely valuable and not just in style. Those who trust the Lord and labor in faith can reasonably expect to be blessed and to increase in wealth. This isn't an automatic law. This isn't karma or a scientific cause and effect. This is God's promises of blessing. And even the wicked is wealthy for a season, just as the righteous can be disciplined for a season. But long-range wealth accumulation is a blessing poured out on the righteous and their lineage. This has been another episode of the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. Would you take a moment and give us a five-star rating in iTunes so that we can spread this message a little bit further? And remember that the beginning of knowledge and wisdom is the fear of the Lord. You can learn all of these, these tips, all of this wisdom, but if you're not in right relationship with God through Christ, it will be of none effect for you. Until next time, have a blessed day.